Hey, yo, what's good? It's your boy Wings and 24 Karat Kev. Hello. And you're tapped into the Take Flight podcast, bro. Today, unknown T in the building. Ooh. Come on, unknown brother. T in the building. Give him that round of applause. Well deserved. Brother, first day in Sydney, first day in Australia. That's my brother, man. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good still, man. It feels special right now still. You get me? We're on the other side of the map. Come on, bro. Like I said just earlier, I appreciate you coming through because I know a flight yesterday, straight yeah. in the crepe shop for the meet and greet. How was that one for you? Yeah, bro, man. Nah, it was crazy, Carl. I literally just finished a show in Christchurch in New Zealand mm. and then went straight over to crepe shop. Literally Sydney. no stops yeah, in between no either. stops in between. You get me? And bigger all supporters that cut through from there. You get me? Man, just had my little rest and now we're here. Yeah, I'm just here to show. Hey, there's people lining yeah. up from like 10 o'clock in the morning. We saw, you know, 10 a.m. Like, yeah, there yeah, was yeah, someone no, there. No, bro. Still, I was, I was surprised myself. Okay, you get me? Like, yeah, bro, the love's actually real, isn't it? Seeing it with my eyes, fam. Bro, I like, I like seeing it happen too. People showing mad respect for people who are doing their thing right now, bro. Yeah, yeah, so obviously, you're about to play a few shows out here. You've just played a few shows over in New Zealand. Yeah. How are you feeling about your Australia run? What are you trying to see? Oh no, here, you know bro? I'm excited still because um, every seat I went to. Gave Australia the flowers. Mm. He said, yo, when you go to Australia, you're going to feel the love even more still. So it's like, yeah, man. Like, I can't wait to see what's to come, innit? Bro, outside of the shows, obviously, you're going to be here for a little bit. What are you trying to see while you're in Australia, bro? It's your while first time here, here right? Yes, yeah, the first time. I'm trying to see the beach. Um, apparently, it's a good beach. Mm. Um, I'm trying to eat something interesting interesting <laughs> how how interesting I don't know I don't know I don't know like what the like traditional dishes are out here in it or what's like popping in it we got hey, I've, li- I've lived here for 33 years. I just still don't know what our traditional right, dishes. We, we've got a lot of foreign dishes that people love out here. To yeah, be yeah, yeah. So, so multicultural. There's just so many different cuisines everywhere yeah, yeah, you go. Yeah. Myself. There's a whole Lebanese feast, a place called El Jana out here. There's some fried chicken and garlic sauce. I know that might just sound normal, but it's delicious. Kev, what's your go-to? Uh-huh. Uh, I think just kind of like a little, um, maybe a little seafood platter at the fish markets type of vibe. You know You're what I mean? seafood like, guy? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, get some potatoes. Australia, scallops. what do we got? We got meat pies people talk about, bro. Yeah, everyone keeps talking about pies, bro. You know what I mean? I don't really care about pies, but anyway, off <laughs> that one, bro. You obviously just dropped Daily Duppy last week, bro. Come on, yeah. Come this on. your second one? Yeah, second one. You called one, it still. the Daily Duppy of the Year? Yeah, 100%. Hard as hell. Still. Did you feel uh, you had to step up the notch after doing your first one and come back for the second? You were like, I got to go even harder? Yeah, for me, I just had something to prove still. Mm. So it was like, it was difficult, but energies wise, like, I was satisfied. You flipped up on two beats in there too. Oh, come yeah, on. No, What's come the reception on. been like over in the house? Reception's been crazy still. At first I was a bit nervous thinking, oh, are these people really going to take me in? Black. Compared to the first one. Of but course. from what I can see the response, like people are actually very happy still. UI, streamwise, all of that. It looks like it's going hard. Yeah, yeah, How yeah, many yeah, days? Yeah. You've got a week, not even a week? Yeah, not even a week actually. Because like, as soon as I've dropped it, man's basically prepared to come here. Get it, Kev. So taking back to uh, taking it back to the start, you know, obviously your name Unknown T. You said part of that name is that you know your sound is unprecedented. Yeah. So when you were first coming up in the game, which actually wasn't that long ago, uh, how did you really hone in on using your voice and your distinct sound with you know how unique your delivery and flow is? I feel like the beauty of it is, man, just it was natural. Like I didn't really know what it was. I was just enjoying it, literally just enjoying it at the time. In and obviously me having a deep voice. And obviously me like being energetic with vibes and flows, that's what I feel made um, my music resonate with my audience. So yeah, man. That's it. It's natural to you. It's not going to be yeah, the yeah, same yeah, to yeah, anyone else. Anyone for else. True, fam. 
You also said that the way that you write lyrics um, in an interview, you said that it's similar to your English literature class in college. So was English literature class, was that something that you thrived at at uni? And how imperative do you think that was to you becoming an artist that you are today? So obviously, just so you know, like I'd, I'd done English in like A-level secondary. Mm. But when I went to uni, it was like economics and business. You know what I'm saying? But I was just always good with English compared to the numbers in it and teachers could notice that you get me but like at the same time I had my lifestyle outside of school environment you know what I'm saying so like it was just balancing the both in it but the teachers could see raw behind all of that I had something special pen to paper in it you know what I'm saying just structure and shit like the way man wrote I understood English in it and obviously literature was just the closest thing I could compare writing my lyrics and writing all these songs, you know what I'm saying? For sure, man. But yeah, basically put it like that in it, like structure and the way man write and that in it, like man's learning it from young in it and obviously just keep that still instilled in me in it for when man's doing my music. Also, uh, we watched an interview where you broke down uh, one of your singles to, I think it was a classical musical expert on Capital Extra. It was a, it was a really good watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was really impressive how you went about, um, you know, describing your voice and describing your sound to someone yeah, who was obviously yeah. completely foreign and the terms you were using was, you know, it was great appreciation for the musicality of, of your sound. So yeah. did you have musical training when you were younger or is that something you just picked up along the way when you were writing songs and stuff? It's just, it was just something I picked up along the way, mm-hmm. listening to different, like, you know, growing up, Kiss, listening to different channels online, like on different radio stations, like that's what made me like love music in it, and then learn how to do it myself in it. What's yeah. radio stations like back in the UK, bro? Because in Australia, yeah. we got one station that is dedicated to hip hop and rap, and even then, that's not dedicated to hip hop and rap. Back home, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? They play electric EDM, all that. Yeah. Do they have that back home? Yeah, they have plenty different radio stations. Like we have your BBC, BBC One Extra, you have your Capital, you have your Rinse, you have your, there's so many different types of stations as well for different cultures and communities mm. to tune into you. And obviously wherever you are in, in like the UK, outside of London, whatever as well, have their own stations and shit. So, That's hectic. Is that yeah. one thing that like even kids over there listening to from like day dot? One thing I know, maybe not kids, cause nowadays phones and TikTok and like technology has changed that all up, but I feel like if I take myself out of London, there's a lot of people that are still connected to that. Maybe they're elderly or maybe people that are in families, like in suburbs and shit, but like they still are in tune. Obviously, what I know of prisoners from when I went in prison and shit, that they're still in tune of the radios and what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, man. Like, so it still plays its purpose. It still plays its purpose in it and still has a cycle of music, different hours of the, of the day or night. Yeah, me. But on Homerton B, you, you said about it that it brings a lighter side to the drill world, right? To the yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had a bit more of a commercial commercial vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you did something like that, was there any form of backlash? Because obviously people like to keep things underground in every scene, bro. In all of the, mm. you know, in, in any of these outer scenes. Was there any backlash when you were doing that kind of thing? No, you know, because for me, obviously, like, before I'd done the video, mm. there was an underground platform called um, Tim Westwood Crip Sessions, which... A lot of people from the streets knew, like, was only accessible if you were from the streets. True. You know what I'm saying? So, where obviously me and my crew, KO, V9, Uma Homer, and ones, we had our Crip Session episode, and that blew up. 
Twitter, the power of social media was still happening, you know what I'm saying, Thanks. before TikTok, etc. So, like, from there, it kind of gave me the hint, all right, cool, people know this sound. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I used that part in the crib session and made it into a video. So I knew, all right, this is going to have its, have its moment in it. Do you oh. get me? But obviously from there, I feel like the unique selling point was the girls. The girls was the unique selling point to it, getting the girls having fun to it and attaching it to like just vibes and partying instead of like just, Straight you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah from what people man. expected, innit? And then from there, it just brought a blessing, innit? I started doing uni shows, then it went to club shows, then it went to fucking festivals and stadiums and then so on, innit? At what point did you feel yourself getting to the level you're at now, bro? Because uh, you're young, bro. Yeah, no, you're still, no, how old no, are you now? No, right now I turned 24. 24. That's still young, bro. Yeah. To see what you've done in this amount of time is, you know? I'm still, no, it's, it's crazy, man. Obviously for me, I feel like the point when it really started like hitting me was when like Drake mm. shouted Tiffany Calver Big up Tiffany Carver for helping the guys. But we um, went to perform in his tour one time. And then I feel like that was the moment where I thought, rah, like, he actually picked me, like, to come out here and perform. I must be doing something. And from there, it's like, cool, isn't it? Like, it gave me that motivation and real, like, real realism that, rah, that like, man's actually here. Like, Amen. you know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, from there, like, so on. 100% bro. Look, UK drill is obviously getting popular around the world now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just in the UK no more. That's yeah, for sure. Look no. where you are right now. Yeah, yeah, People flooding the streets for you, bro. It's, um, it's getting so popular that a lot of even American artists are getting into it now, even over in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you think the UK and the US hip hop scenes could be interacting in the future? Because obviously they weren't taken to the UK as much back in the day. Yeah. They weren't. How do you see it coming together, bro? I feel like right now with the way how like technology and everything's bringing us closer through like social media, etc. Like it's only just one step closer in it. Mm. We're both just one step closer in it. But um, yeah, like I've been realizing they starting to tap in a bit more, you know, and there's different sources that help that shit as well. Like Top Boy, you know, movies on Netflix and shit that makes them want to get a sense of our culture. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And obviously certain individuals do their thing musically as well where I feel like a lot of artists have also tapped in internationally. But yeah, like, you get me, the doors open now for the UK. I feel like there's more eyes than ever in it. So like, it's the best time to really like push it. And even so, you know what, festivals, I feel like foreign festivals that are going on, like consumers are starting to appreciate UK acts because, you know, we're starting to meet up with a lot of these Americans in these foreign, let's say Rolling Louds, for example. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of us are starting to be present now and people are starting to really appreciate UK art. And now I feel like the US are waking up. You know what I'm saying? That's the next step, yeah. bro. Yeah. And they're the biggest market. Once you start making noise there. But you know what though, for me though, at the same time, like I've tried to do it like in a reverse role. Cause look, I've come New Zealand and Australia first. You know what I'm saying? I've touched into Europe. Come on. I've got, everyone behind my shoulders right now Come on. before I've actually tapped in to the final place that I need to actually tap into you know what I'm saying but like it just made me realise sometimes it's not just idolising one place it's just securing every single location possible you know what I'm saying but still big up big up the US in every single way but like 
you get me? Like, I'm in Australia right now, so man's just trying to just make sure I tap in at each corner. And I think you'll be able to build a, a no, you've obviously, obviously yeah. already got that fan base yeah, here, yeah, but yeah. coming out here, connecting with them, not only at your shows, but in the streets at, at something yeah, like Crep yeah, Shop. Yeah, sure, Are you doing bro. other pop-ups around too? That's what I'm trying to do, obviously. Um, trying to do like an after party maybe or mm. something something for the people before I leave Sydney in it but I'm definitely going to do more when I'm in other cities as well Melbourne, 100%. Perth first of all your, yeah. your footage from Rolling Loud recently that looked fucking crazy no, 100% <laughs> that was crazy man two years in a row and big up the owners of Rolling Loud as well man like they've been really looking out for me as well and trying to make sure I grow in it like they're definitely one of the top like festival like acts that have been actually like pushing me in it mm. So big up the brothers. They're actually still. coming here for the second time next year. Yeah, no, You're big up the brothers uh, still. Hey guys, <laughs> never know. Fingers crossed, innit? Bring them back. Mm. And also, you you did touch on something really important there. Mm. Uh, you know, I feel like from Australia, we always look into the UK and the US, but we're on the we're on the cusp of Asia here. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and if yeah. you can tap into the Asian market as an Australian, actually, there's 1.2 billion people in India. Mm. Yeah, there's, you know, you know a billion people still. in China. If you can tap in there and get you know even a small percent of those as your fans, you're fucking off. You know, it's true. Still, and I ain't never thought of that. Still, that's actually very very true. Yeah. Because you, you toured Japan back in the day. I'm, I'm yeah, when when obviously um, a brand called Unknown UK, you get me, my brothers who are designers who do their thing internationally right now. So I've gone out there for them. This is like when Home and B started buzzing and you know what? It was actually interesting seeing like people actually pop out for me still. And I definitely want to try like go back there eventually and just try and just same way how I'm here in New Zealand to Australia test the waters, meet and greets and just do a couple shows, see how it goes. Keep building those fan bases, bro. You'll be good yeah, in every, yeah, every yeah, corner yeah. by That's, the end of it I've reali- I realized like, Come on. sometimes it's all about that, innit? Building your actual like fans, supporters, your consumers, your cult. Once you have them, it's, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's all about what you can sell live, mm-hmm. tickets and merch, etc. Sometimes streaming doesn't always represent that. You know what I'm saying? You can have your one hit in one year, but two years later, you may not be able to actually sell out. You know what I'm saying? You have to be able to touch the people. So yeah, like that's just that's just my main objective right now is just making sure that in each city that I touch down, I have people just at least tapping into my music. And, and like, as a person, like I've touched them as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've seen platinum artists here who can't bring 100 people to their shows and I've seen people who have 20,000 monthly listeners on Spotify who can sell 600 tickets. You know what I'm saying? And these are the things that I've started to realize now. All right, if you know, you know. Facts, bro. Saying, yeah. Facts, bro. You mentioned just before, obviously, your connection with Drake, him bringing you out. You mentioned yeah. um, the American artist tapping into the UK for even features and whatnot. Yeah. He'd done his thing with Central C recently. Mm. Um, obviously, long supporter of Skepta all of that. What do you think Drake has done for the trajectory of UK at the moment? Do you think he's contributed to that? Yeah, 100%. I feel like people underestimate it a bit in it, but if you if you if you see between the lines you you can see he's supported in in different angles. For mm-hmm. example, when he brought out gigs. Mm-hmm. Sorry, when Yeah, he brought out gigs in wireless. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then from there Top Boy. Of course. Dave getting moldy. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen I've seen different ways he's pushed it and put it into the light as well. And obviously, like, yeah, man, like right now, do you get me? He's pushing different artists right now to just help push that push that name. Hey man. Out did there, you, did you have any more of a connection with him when you did come out with him? Um, my thing was brief, okay. like, because he was very, very, very busy at the time, innit? But I respected him. He came, acknowledged me, my team, shaked all our hands, like 
And obviously, I think a year or two after, mm. he was in London for wireless, but I still remembered, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, it's a love. He's a respectful man still, you get me? Nothing not to force, but just, you know what I'm saying? Beautiful, man. Yeah, hey. Drake, Champagne Poppy, come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Next time you're in Australia, next, drop by, man. We've got a good studio for you. Next up, bro. So a couple of hours ago, you posted on your Instagram, you have the track with Digger D, Adolescence, coming out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be out by the time this podcast is Drops. released, so yeah, make sure you go on, stream that. New Unknown T 100%. and Digger D. Uh, so going back, you actually met Digger D in uh, your brief stint in prison. Yeah. Uh, so I read an interview there where you're talking about you guys actually meeting there and rapping to each other, uh, I, I think, between the cells or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other prisoners could actually listen in, and they were kind of chiming in with what they thought. So, how's that experience? It's it's a it's a pretty crazy scene. How's that experience as compared to like performing for, I guess, just your friends in the studio, performing in front of an audience where you had other people listening in in such an unusual circumstance? I mean, like, what can I say in it? Like, that's all we had at the time in it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, like, especially you're in a situation where you gotta make something out of nothing. You know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, man. Like, it's good to just see the longevity now, innit? Do you know what I'm saying? He's just done Royal Albert Hall. You know what I'm saying? I'm here in New Zealand, Australia. 100%. Doing my thing. Like, it's just good to see, obviously, how they locked us in. But now, obviously, you get me? Our dreams are actually really coming true, innit? Preach, bro. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. definitely turned it around. Obviously, no yeah. No doubt about bro, that. Man. Like, what can I really say, innit? Like, like it was, it was, it was, it was, it's, it's deep, innit? Just seeing that, innit? Like, I remember rapping in the cell and obviously people like, all they wanted to do was just hear some vibes in it because that's all they had to keep them going in it. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you get me through with a man in a minute. You know Let's me? go. So on that track, Adolescence, you sampled a gigs track and it also features him in that little introduction that yeah, we heard on, this morning. So as someone who represents, you know, the newer generation of UK artists, how does it feel to have someone like Giggs, you know, not only sample on the track, but actually give his co-sign so heavily. No, Giggs and Giggs and Buck and his team, they're real brothers, man. Even when I was in jail and that, they were giving me a lot of support, trying to help out in any way they can, you know what I'm saying? So they've been like supporting before then, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that obviously they've given me the green light just shows that they understand the pain that I've gone through in it. Mm-hmm. With it being called pain is the essence, you know what I'm saying? It's that pain that's brought me into this point, you know what I'm saying? And it's deep, man. You know what I'm saying? Not many people, youth, my lane anyway, can represent that, innit? You know what I'm saying? So where people can talk their la-la about, yeah, we don't want to hear people on these sampled beats, etc. If the OG says it, you know what I'm saying? There you go, innit? Like, it just shows, innit? He's really authentic, innit? And yeah, big up the OG, innit? You get me? Gigs like, took his time to do his thing. You know what I'm saying? It just connects us instead of separating us. People saying, why is is man touching these samples? But at the end of the day, it don't matter. Man's just passing on the legacy onto the generation who are going through the same shit, but just different age groups. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. And also, I'm sure, you know, there's going to be a lot of young unknown T fans as well who might not be aware of gigs or or some of the more foundational you know UK artists so they might through the yeah, sample facts, discover yeah gigs. facts facts 100% you know what I'm saying and that's 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 the beauty of music innit mm-hmm. just passing it on innit to different different generations and age groups innit yeah 100% bro it's also, it's also good that you said that he was checking on you in prison because I feel like a lot of rappers especially from stories that we've heard from Australia you know yeah. they hear that they go away and you know just suddenly you know they don't hear from nobody no more you know what I mean oh, still, and man, that, no, that still, creates you know a huge you know, it's yeah, trip out no, on what the friendship still. actually was. So it's good that he was actually checking in and stuff. Yeah, no, fuck still, man. Um, bro, as well as your new track coming, we've yeah. obviously said at some point your track, your album is done. Yes. It's 100% done. It's had a little pushback, I saw. You had to push back the show over there too. 
Yeah. Is there anything you can tell us about the album incoming, bro? Anything about the sounds, features, any exclusive you can leave with some Australian fans or just a little bit about the process behind it, bro? What I'd say is like the process definitely represents the name mm. of the album and like the blood, sweat and tears that we put in it as a team in it. Like obviously from our journey, there's a lot of difficulties coming through this as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And like, I just wanted this to represent me further than just unknown T and me obviously being the representation of drill. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to show them my emotions. I wanted to show them like my character. You know what I'm saying? I want to show them a journey. Like so they can see I'm more than just I'm more than just like flows and vibes. I'm actually an artist, you know what I'm saying? The artistry level. But yeah, this is just the beginning, the first album, like just so people can get an insight. You know what I'm saying? But the depth will, depth will always roll in it. You know what I'm saying? 100%. How many tracks you got on? You know? Daily Duppy. The Daily Duppy made me add two more. So. Oh, that, that got added to the album? Yeah, it got Come added on. to the album. Now, <laughs> of course, so like, I'd say 14 to, 14 to 16 because those two got added now. I'm a bit, Good length, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah, length. Man. This day and age. Come on. Love my bro. I think what you said too adds to that point that we're making before about longevity. You know what I mean? Like mm, you could yeah. just have a hit, but I think it's really when you connect with your fans on that human level and that emotional level, that's yeah, what gives yeah, you a long no, career. That's, that's what gives you exactly, exactly that, man. And that's what I've realized the difference between stream, uh, streaming and real life sales. You know what I'm saying? But you've been very vocal in the past about your thoughts on the police unfairly targeting drill music over in the UK, right? Yeah. That's a big topic out here right now. I don't know if you've heard with 1-4, yeah. their documentary is about to drop this week on Netflix, yeah. global Netflix, come on. Yeah. Um, What's the current situation in the UK? Have you guys got passed? Is it still going? And if so, is there any lessons, I guess, you could give to Australian artists for navigating around all these situations, bro? Um, yeah, still going on in the UK. Mm. I, won't, I won't cap still, still going on. I feel like the way you got to tackle it is um, using music as, as like, using music as a tool to like, show your emotions in different angles in it because mm -hmm. when you put it like this yeah like if i'm just focusing on just drill vibration drill vibrations like every single time in it and just this is and sending and etc etc like they're gonna have a reason to just lock off man's thing you get me but if you show yourself in different angles like for example look at me look i might drop a little one two here and there but at the same time i'm dropping a sweet symphony I'm dropping a passer. I'm actually speaking to the world. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, to some extent, when it comes to that time, like, I have a leg to stand on because I'm able to show them that, like, yo, this is beyond all of that. This is actually artistry. Like, cool, yeah, I made here and there, but at the same time, we're human beings in it. We have emotions in it. So I may show this side, but I showed that side as well in it. It's a fair balance. But it's shit like this, like platforms like this, I believe is what helps like, heal the people and like just let people actually understand beyond the vibrations of the music you feel me but Amen. if you know you know it's deep in it you get me it is bro it is no that, that's hectic to hear from your side bro yeah, look bro. obviously if we talked earlier you, you know who one four are are there any other australian artists you've actually heard of tapped into in the past um but i'm just i'm just i'm just literally just naming people in it yeah true uh, kid Leroy. come on hooligan hef come on one four. Come on. 
those are the only names I know. That's all right. That gives uh, us some time to show you some names while you're out here, bro. 100%, because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot going on. Now that's good to hear. Because Obviously, it, Shadow, I'm seeing, I'm seeing performing at my show. Shout out Shadow. Yeah, 100%, out Shadow. bro. Like they're the only names I'm familiar with right now. Beautiful. Gives us time to, again, tap you into anything. One thing we like to do is a bit of a co-sign segment, bro. Usually, we've got Australian artists in here, so we get a co-sign of some youngins from Australia. Yeah. Is there any youngins back home, maybe your mates, maybe someone you know about that you want to, you know, sign their name right here, tell us a, a quick little line about them. Yeah, um, I want to call sign My 98s, V9, Jimmy, Freedom and them, Free KO, Free Billy, Free DA Hitman. Um, I want to call sign the new rappers I've got coming along right now, them Trapple. Um, couple good brothers as well doing their music, Kilo, Tom. All these guys got a bunch out already yeah, that like we can if check you look out. At, if you look at my collection yeah, yeah, of, of people, you'll see that's my orchestration. You know that's what I'm true. saying? Like from 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 commercial good music to man them that are doing their thing and representing our culture as well, innit? You know what I'm saying? Come on. But yeah, other than that, like I've got more music to put out there, innit? Like as unknown T, innit? You know what I'm saying? This is just the beginning and I want people to just see the energies, innit? You know what I'm saying? It's just a start. Right. The Australian rap world, obviously, it's still finding its sound and feet out here. Like you said, there's only a few names of you around, so we're still trying to get our names across the ocean, yeah? yeah? As someone who's been through the rise of the UK scene, you've done your thing, you've been through there from the bottom to the top, mm -hmm. right? Is there anything that you can give advice to people out here who are still trying to find their feet when it comes to their sound, bro? I feel like um, patience and consistency will take you to where you need to be, innit? Mm. Obviously... This thing like it's, it's stepping stones. You don't just come to your to your plate straight away. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you get me like it's gonna come with frustrations as well, innit? But you just gotta learn how to fight through, innit? Yeah. Fight through the journey, innit? You get me? Well, yeah. Keep writing, keep growing, and like, yeah, like you just gotta just build to be the best version of yourself, innit? That's this good. game, innit? And be able to learn, innit? Be willing to learn as well. Mm. Yeah. And you've said in an interview that when you met your hairdresser, uh, she actually said that she listens to your music and it motivated her to work harder. Yeah, that's mad that you said that. I remember, I can't remember where I said that. <laughs> yeah, I <was> <laughs> said it somewhere. Kev, Kev knows somewhere. everything you've said. Yeah, somewhere Gen I said Journalism. That. <laughs> uh, so that must have been a trip out for you to hear that, uh, you know, that she was a fan while she was cutting your hair. Yeah, no, that, was, that was very, very interesting, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? And, and like hearing that made me understand okay, so this is how my music makes people feel. And this is where I gotta like focus on not making it too violent and leftwards at the same time. Obviously I'm still me, I keep it me and I keep authentic, but there's a balance, I'm saying at the end of the day, innit? Are there any other interactions that you've had with you know, either fans or other artists or just, just people that you've met that have really solidified that this is what you want to be doing with your life and, and this is where you were meant to be? Someone got a tattoo of me in New Zealand. That was the first time I saw that, you know? Bro, let's talk about that real yeah. quick. I saw that on your story. That was like his whole back, right? Yeah. That was what, it wasn't just you though, right? That was, that was, it was me. I think KO was in it as well. Come on. But like, it was my block. Yeah. Behind it, but it was basically a shot of me and Hummer and B. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, still, man. I feel like that for me was like a raw, all right, yeah, this is meant for me. Because I've made somebody feel so inspired that they decided to put me on their skin for life. You know how mad that is to me? Mm. 
But How many unknown Che tattoos are there out there? I've only know? seen one. That was the first time I've ever seen it. And the fact that it's on the other side of the world is interesting. You know what I'm saying? And just yeah. to expand on this real quick, it's not a small tattoo. <laughs> this is his whole damn back, bro. That that my thing team. was huge, bro. Yeah, he put some hours in. Was it like the Steve-O back piece from Jackass? It was. Like, it was like, huge, bro. Legit. Massive, bro. Crazy. No, I haven't seen still. it. Yeah. Anyone who's got an unknown T tattoo out there, send, send it, it in. Send it through. Come oh. on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you also spoke about um, music being very th therapeutic for you, especially when you came out of prison. Yeah, yeah, That was, you know, you dropped a track, I think, a couple of days after you got out. Yeah. Uh, so you've also been an advocate for, you know, mental health, especially with young people. So mm -hmm. outside of music, what do you do to keep your mental health in check, especially with so much touring and stuff going on now? Um, that's a good question. That is a very good question because I don't really like in a good way, like I let my mind just wander and just mm -hmm. do its thing in it, whether it's like exploring things I like to eat or like trying a new activity, like just signing out from all of that unknown T shift, you know what I'm saying? And just locking into me. You just gotta look into your inner self, lock into your inner self and just like have some activities to keep your mind distracted from all the pressures, you know what I'm saying? I think that's the important part in it. Do you get me, Carl? You're always, you're always, we're all always under pressure in it with all this shit that we've got around us going on in it. You get me? Thanks, bro. Yeah. I think that's especially important for musicians because you know what? We're in the music industry, and, and and people think it's all partying and fun and stuff. And I think that line between your professional life and, yeah, and your social yeah. life it gets so blurry. So, for one day, just to be able to turn off, you know, me me or Wings or whatever, we, you know, we're not podcast host, podcast hosts anymore. We're just gonna go for a walk with the missus or just get a feed. That's super important, and I think a lot of people forget that. Come on. Yeah. Uh, you also have a big focus on inspiring youth around the world and the next generation. So, yeah. We've seen you inspire, you know, uh, other artists, obviously. We've seen you inspire, you know, your hairdresser. So what's one message for you've got for people out there who are trying to chase their dreams in whatever field it might be relating to your own journey? Whatever field it might be, um, don't give up. Rise above hate. Mm. Grow and learn your lessons, mm. you know what I'm saying? And yeah, man, like, remember you make your own journey in it, so... That's it, man. Yeah, like that's that's the main that's the main advice I'd give. Come on, bro. Look, switching up from the music a bit, yeah. we saw you walking for Louis Vuitton, sitting front row recently at Burberry as well. Mm. Yeah, you've been involved in the fashion streetwear more widely in the past as well. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, Come sure. on, have you got any more plans to dive into the fashion world yourself? Yeah, so obviously, um, everything's just now just starting to pick his feet right now, isn't mm. it? And like. Obviously, rest in peace, Virgil. He opened the door for me, and like I appreciate him for noticing me out of all the artists because I didn't really know I had it. But he noticed for my physique, for my skin tone, for my size, and everything. It just made sense. You know what I'm saying? So it went from Louis Vuitton to Off White, relationships with Casablanca, now Burberry. You know what I'm saying? It just it just continues. So on Montclair, like yeah, I'm I personally just want to get to a point where like internationally anyway like i'm attending for different higher brands mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying whether it's japan whether it's new york miami fashion week that's where i'm trying to go now because i've seen it you know what i'm saying but yeah man like god knows in it you had to the walks go in it but you get me i appreciate every step of the journey 100% bro. You obviously mentioned your relationship with Virgil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else who I feel like you must have a, a pretty decent relationship with because I see you dripped out even in Daily Duppy and all the time, bro. It's Cortez, right? Clint, yeah, 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 yeah. Clint, what's your relationship like with the bro? Like, is this a, a long-term thing or bro? Because yeah, no, you, I see you 
he's been supporting from 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 the beginning actually um obviously i don't know if you remember avengers in avengers we were wearing cortez okay. and this was before before the hype really hyped you know what i'm saying like cleansing has always been like centered in the underground world mm. but i feel like it caught his spark what i say 2019 that's when it re- i remember it's like seeing it like really really kick off when yo like people started running around for it around the uk and i see people do it here with judah as well crazy mm. i'm saying shout that out touched, judah yeah too, shout buddy. out judah as well but i see all of that on the internet but like yeah obviously what was the first pop-up you seen over there what was his first big one that really had people like running like crazy do you remember Clint, that was what i remember um there was one when he gave like fans his brand, but obviously they had to give in different brands like Montclair or the jackets. Ta ta ta, yeah, you know jackets. what I'm saying? Yeah. But you get me, yeah, man, obviously he's loyal and obviously he's been supporting me, I've been supporting him from early in it, you get me? So I feel like as 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 a man from Britain, from the UK when you go different countries, they notice it, innit? It's part of our culture. And I see a lot of people in Australia rocking it as well, innit? So it's like, it's just like a symbol, like, yeah, like, this is where I'm from, innit? Mm. You know what I'm saying? That, the jacket you got on Daily Dub, is that one out yet? Because that's hard. I love still, man. Nah, it's, um, I feel like, yeah, that one there, that one they actually dropped, he dropped that one. Still, I've been seeing a couple of people on Instagram yeah, wearing it. Man, that shit's yeah, yeah, hard, bro. It's actually, yeah. Man, you know how hard it is to get that stuff over here from <laughs> from there? If you've seen people wear it here yeah. and it's real, bro, it can be some ever. First, first of all, you got to wake up at like 4 a.m. Oh, don't watch that though, man. I'm due to even make sure I have some unknown tea merch. You get me? Even bro. some unknown tea designs, like, Come on. away from merch. Like, I actually want to do, I've been inspired now. Like just from seeing the shit that Cortez has been doing and shit. Like now I'm even trying to get into my own. So hopefully make it easy access accessible. It's easily accessible for anyone in Australia. Send you know it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of clothing are you thinking though? Like obviously I'm thinking to start off with like some tees to start off with, some tracksuits maybe as well, jumpers. Just see how it goes really, in it. Accessories of course, in it. But like more more time than me coming out here, making a personal connection with the audience is what make people want to have something to just hold on to at least until it's that time I come back again. Amen. I'm saying. Tell me about your, about your boy Judah. My guy Judah is being around you yeah, for the no, last real week, brother, man. man. Where'd that come still, from, man? man? Real brother, man. Obviously, we've been connected, obviously, through Clint as well. And mm. obviously, the man and I have been collaborating as well, like, through the designs of the tees and that. But it's actually been a success. I'll be real, man. Like, I've been the seeing, shirts? yeah, the shirts have been a, a success. Like, yeah, hard, been bro, that's why. Thank you still, bro. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. On. But yeah, bro, man, obviously me and Judah just been getting about now, just connecting and just, yeah, bro, you see, you just patterning up, cleaning up. Let's go, bro. Shout out Judah. Hey, that, that dude hustles, man. He is, one <laughs> hustler, he is a hustler. <laughs> but you've only been here for a couple of days, so maybe we'll base this on New Zealand too. Are there any fashion trends you've seen, even from while you're in the UK, from over Australia, that have taken you by surprise? The fashion trends? Yeah. Anything out here? That is interesting. I've been seeing people take a lot of like London culture wearing like, track suits but it's more I'm seeing more like Cortez and Trapstar and that here and there mm. here and there now um, yeah that's that's the main thing that really caught my eye clove wise that we, we tap into the UK a the lot UK mm. yeah and I feel like I feel like you man are leaning into UK more than the US now you know what, what? Yeah, what the sale of tech fleeces in the past yeah. three or four years has gone like this 
JD Sports shout out. Yeah, bro. <laughs> man, it's it's nonstop too. You're right. Before it was solely based on the US, but the brands yeah. coming out there have just caught everyone's eye. And it's yeah. again mixed in with the, the culture that you guys are, are putting out in your music. Yeah, it's just yeah, working yeah, hand yeah, in hand. It's working. That's mad, bro. All right, bro. Coming to an end. What's on the cars fund and T outside of the album, bro? What's next? Right now, what's next? It's the level up, really, man. Come on. I'm just trying to just you get me, just show them the growth now, innit? It's like I feel like I've reached that dream point. That unknown tea I've always wanted to be from like a teenager. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, yeah, let's lift this shit up properly and live the dream properly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, hopefully next year. In fact, I know I will. I'll be back here next year. And we'll see yeah, you back like, here. Yeah, we'll hear, back we'll get a yearly wrap up of how the last year's gone. You know I'm saying? Yeah, that'll Come be on. nice still, man. Come but on, man. You get me. Um, targets, personal targets for myself. Mm. I feel like... I want to open more festivals or more, yeah, I want to open more festivals. Um, I want to, I want to make more connections with producers internationally. So obviously like, I want to be able to travel to like Miami or LA, go to certain places, even Toronto, work with like OVO team or people that are actual like producers. I'm saying branded producers. For sure, man. And just get experience in it, you get me? But yeah, obviously, away from all of that, though, I still want to explore life, explore different countries, different places. Mm-hmm. Um, stopped off at Singapore. I really like Singapore. I didn't know how close Australia is to Asia. So, extremely, yeah, extremely, I didn't really, yeah, really clock. So, you get me? Hopefully, next time I come back, I can rest my head. Like, like, give yourself a bit more time then. Philippine or something, yeah. Day after day. Singapore airport goes crazy, by the way. That's the airport, it's huge, bro. (laughs) It goes crazy still, yeah, man. It is. I think there's a waterfall in there or something. Some (laughs) wild shit. I I appreciate you coming through, bro. For everyone listening in, Adolescence is out now. Yes, Album yes, on yes. its way Go yes, stream yes, yes come on It's Unknown T bro It's Take Flash Your boy wings is 24 Karakev Hey on, we come out on, Come on You know you know 